Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello, everyone. It is Red Men News. I am your host, Paul Machen. I'm joined by Simon Fletcher for this one. Si? Hello. Good. Yeah, afternoon. Hmm. Um... It's so weird, these intros. I don't know why I do them, yeah. but I've done them. Never mind. Jürgen Klopp's just done his press conference ahead of uh, Liverpool versus Sheffield United this weekend. Some really interesting stuff to talk about there. But before I do, uh, I just want to let you know, of course, that these shows are brought to you in association with The Athletic. We've got a fantastic offer with them at the moment, theathletic.co.uk forward slash News. Get 50% off your yearly subscription and the first month is free as well. Some fantastic writing on there, interesting features. Q&As as well, which I'll expand on in a moment but obviously you've got James Pierce is there, Cy Hughes is there, and some of, if not the best sports writers on the planet right now, covering all of the Premier League clubs and the wider footballing world as well, and you can get involved with all that great written content. With no pop-ups or any of those annoying adverts, um, yeah, a wonderful, clean user interface and great sports writing. Um, I mentioned it, we've got Rafa Benitez uh, did a Q&A uh, yesterday, uh, some really interesting stuff in there. Some daft stuff, but which is why I kind of kind of like it. Say si. uh, you've got him like talking about uh, your bits and pieces. People people throw some mad questions in there, and he, he took a few. He's asking how he, how Solomon Rondon's adjusted to China, which is you know, interesting to some people and what have you. Great question from a guy called Lee H asking if there's a snobbery in football regarding the way the game should be played. Yeah, which is great. Rafa talks about Tottenham and using Fernando Llorente in the Champions League. Um, but it's a good question here. Just just. So obviously you don't want to give away the game too much. You want you to go over there and read it for yourself. Henry R said, Hi Rafa, who's been your favourite player to manage and why? And he says, in England, it has to be Steven Gerrard because he had all the potential and did well for us. In terms of my favourite player, it's not fair to choose because there are so many. I had a very good relationship with a lot of players and I can tell you I'm still in contact with a lot of them, especially the good professionals. <laughs> I mean, it's Rafa all over that, yeah. isn't it? Names, name yeah. check Steven Gerrard, Sal, but also by, basically says, the one, basically intimates the ones he's not in contact with. Uh, amateurs. <laughs> <laughs> fell yeah, below it's, his standards. It's interesting because when you hear Gerard talk about Rafa, Rafa was so cold with him, wasn't he? And, and Gerard said, but it actually pushed him on yeah. to, to be a better player because he was like, if I'm playing like this and I'm still not getting a smile off Benitez or a well done, all I'm getting is, right, you did this wrong and you did this wrong. It made him a better player. And yeah. that, that's his manage, managing style and it definitely worked at Liverpool, didn't it? Absolutely. And he talks a little bit about Peter Crouch because um, he, he's talked about his involvement and, and what have you in the, in, in the 2007 Champions League final. Go and get that article. That's as I say, it's on theathletic.co.uk forward slash Redmen News if you want to go and sign up. Highly, highly recommended. Well, let's move on to the press conference then. Um, some interesting stuff. We'll go first and foremost um, with James Pierce. Let me just find this 
this tweet because he starts off by talking about obviously the, the fitness of the players and what have you available. The really big news that we've got today is that uh, say Sadio Mane trained yesterday, which is very encouraging. I think we all expected as much, but yeah. good to hear it. Yeah, I think it said he had like a bit of a dead foot or something, so it sounded like he got kicked and that. They want to get Mane in the team, don't they? He's been so important for us this season. He's scored the opening goal quite a few times and he's, he's just been unbelievable. They'll do anything to get Mane into the side at the minute. Yeah. And so the fact that he's trained yesterday tells me he, he will be starting yeah, tomorrow. Yeah, 100%. And I think the news we were really hoping to hear, uh, Klopp said about uh, Alison Beck, he said in the past two weeks, Ali has progressed really well. Credit to the medical department. He said that he's he could be back in team training this Sunday, which is just amazing. Yeah, it is. Uh, uh, it, it does. It, it seemed in the last couple of weeks that he had that he has. Cause until then, you were here, and we still don't know when he's going to be back. No one seems to really know because that maybe he still had some swelling, maybe he hadn't been training, so they hadn't been able to test him properly. Mm -hmm. But over the last couple of weeks, you've been hearing more and more. Yeah, he's been he's been training better. He's been doing this. He's been doing that. The fact he's he been training with the keepers, I know. So the fact he's going to be in team training, that's that's good. I'm I'm interested. When do you think he's going to be? Do you think he might play against Leicester next week? I the good thing is, and there's a really there's a really interesting because he talks about Adrian in this, doesn't he? Yeah. And he references how brilliant he's been, and he basically says like, if there's no one available, we rush people back. Yeah. You know, like we've got no choice. We'll rush people. We'll, we'll take a few days off the rehab and what have you. But with the likes of because Adrian's performing so well, he basically said there's there's no rush. So I he's going to play at some point. But it's it's interesting because we play Leicester next week and then there's the a break, break and yeah. then it's Man United away the first game back. So mm. I, I I was wondering it's something you don't see very often. Maybe he subs out Allison on with half an hour to go with the Leicester game. <laughs> <laughs> He might do. Yeah. You don't want to throw someone in cold at Old Trafford. That's the worry. And even though it is Allison, and you know he's got the mentality, you don't know what he might be like in a in a game situation. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised to see him to see him sub Allison. It, it, it depends how the Leicester game goes. I mean. I would be astounded if we sub the goalkeeper on in a competitive game of football for nothing other than, yeah for the minute against okay, like because you no no like no like, I mean, no just I can't like I can understand why a base logic behind it but I, I, nah like you're not going to give up a substitution to bring the goal to bring the goal to bring the goalkeeper on like because like. What if someone gets injured in the last like ten minutes? It depends you... if we if we win. Yeah, it, 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 it depends on the situation. If it's if it's nil nil, you're not going to be summing your goalie on, are you? But, but, but if we go three nil up at half time, you, then might, maybe listen, you, you might be onto something. Yeah. You might be onto a new way of doing of bringing players, but goalkeepers back in. No, I, personally, I I did. You're not dropping him in cold to Man United as such, are you? Because if he's if he's fit and available, say he's fit and available for Leicester, you put him on the bench and he goes out and he does all the warm-ups and he goes through all the all the all the normal pre-match stuff. And then he's got two weeks and you probably put a, a behind closed doors game or two on yeah. and you play him and you train him hard and then so and then he's just ready. Yeah. He's properly ready for Man United. Whereas I think you're right, I think coming in from the cold is he's not even been involved in match days. You know, so there's a chance to do that. But yeah, I mean, let us know actually in the comments what you what you what you think on that. Um, some interesting stuff. So uh, the, the only other bit of uh, fitness news is that uh, Shakiri is undergoing rehab still, so he's not going to be available for, for, I'm for the weekend. For him. Yeah, because because he, he would have probably started that game in midweek, wouldn't he? And mm -hmm. that that, that could, uh, if he'd scored in that game, that might have been his chance to kick on. He'd been struggling to get into the side because the front three had been playing so well. 
he, you know, he, he looks better in a 4-2-3-1 and we're not going to be changing formation when we're winning every single game. Mm -hmm. So I, I felt a bit sorry for him. The other day it was his chance and he got injured a couple of days before it. It's Hopefully he can get back soon. Well, it's interesting because it opens the door, I think, potentially for at least one of the young kids to play. Because uh, actually, we didn't, did, did he mention Origi? I didn't hear anything. He said, I think he said Divock's not available. Okay, cool. Well, we'll obviously, I mean, we'll, we'll know closer to the time on that, which is not too far from now, of course, <laughs> given that the game is 24 hours away. But um, on the youngster, I thought it was crazy. He was asked a lot of questions. Obviously, and he has been because of how many kids played in midweek. He was keen to extol the virtues of Harvey Elliott, and he said on the youngsters, as, as James Pierce has got here on Twitter, um, they have to learn a lot and develop a lot. We aren't in doubt about these boys. The best news is they have all the time in the world. But he also was a really great sentence that he used for me, and he said, um, we're not, he said, they're ready for the Premier League. They are. He said, yeah, yeah they're ready. But he said, we're not preparing these lads for one Premier League game. We're preparing them for a Premier League career, which I thought was, yeah. was brilliant. And it goes into this, no need to rush. Yeah. Kind of scenario. Yeah, they were all they were all very good the other day. I was really impressed with Kelleher in goal and and Elliot were probably the two standout ones. Curtis Jones gets man of the match on the telly, mm -hmm. I believe, and yeah. then and then Hoover gets a goal. Yeah, and who else? Brewster. Oh, Brewster. Brewster. Surprisingly, was actually probably the weakest weakest of the five of them. But I thought I thought he was quite a first half. Yeah. But then second half he came out and he just seemed to be he was running around a lot more, trying to make himself available, trying to defend from the front a lot mm -hmm. more, and and. I think that might have just been a bit. He, he will have been nervous for that game because yeah. because the the, the pressure's been put on him. Really, he'd mm. be, he'd, everyone's been told Bruce is the next best thing. He gets the number twenty four rather than number fifty or sixty or whatever he had. Yeah, and and he's on the photos with the uh, with the new kit and that. Yeah, so the pressure was on him, and I think he probably was nervous. But that second half, the the way he played in the second half compared to the first was enough to show me that. Okay, that first half, the pressure's gone now. That that's that's your first, that that's the first half of football that you're playing for Liverpool. That's over now, and now you can kick on. Oh, that's it. And it's one of those. It's very very difficult to impress. I think as a, as a centre forward, if you because you you're relying on the the service of others. Mm -hmm. And it was something Klopp said about it. He said, you know, the the, the 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 team performed reasonably well, but in terms of like people making the runs and draw, you know, the, the drawing of the space and all that kind of stuff, that's not there because they are kids. And they don't have the level of experience, yeah. and they don't have the bravery necessarily to go and do what's been very well drilled with the, with the senior lads. But I thought he was fine, wasn't he? Um, one person, a person who stood out and got got a, a great deal of, of credit again from Klopp in, in the press conference, James Milner. Uh, we've got it here over on our own uh, at the Redmen TV Twitter account. Um, Cop talking about his Milner is very important. He's Mr. Professional, and he still has a few years left in his locker. Now he was asked about him. Um, his contract situation. How important is he? And, and you know, would we look to renew his contract? And he went. In, he went on big time, didn't he? Saying now, the beauty of James Milner is, you know, some people might be like MK Dons. Oh, great, thanks. But he's like, nah, it's a game of footy. I want to play footy. He said he had these, you know, a bunch of kids around him. How important he was in, yeah. in in that game. And I think he said we play five kids and six experienced players. Play it, it doesn't work without players like Milner in yeah. there, and it, it, you sort of, you get a man of the match, you get a goal, even though it was a bit of a lucky goal. Um, does he get the assist as well? Um, he yeah, he, yeah, he gets the assist for Hoover as well. He mm -hmm. was fantastic. He, he, yeah, I, I, I was made up with him, and he is so important. I, I love James Milner. I love watching him play. I love how much he is to the side. I love I love him on Twitter and Instagram as well. I love yeah. watching him in interviews. He's just 
the perfect professional, the kind of player that you want in the team, and Liverpool should be doing everything to get him a new contract. Absolutely. Well, look, he's 33 years old, um, you know, so he's entered the tail years of his career, of course, but it, it is the, they're the important things. And what, what, what Klopp said about the, the, the contract situation was basically, this, I don't I don't discuss these things in this room. Which again, I just love that just the, the laying the law down and stuff. You know, clearly they, they understand his value. He went out and spelled out everything that he kind of does and he brings to he brings to the table. But uh, so it wouldn't shock me. Wouldn't shock me to see him. And you know, he's the kind of player that for me, we haven't let a play, we haven't. When was the last player retired at Liverpool? You know what I mean? Like we've we've let a player just. Go, yeah, exactly. You know, pretty, pretty much. But no, you know, Gerard was after Caligari. But so Gerard didn't yeah. retire at, at Liverpool. Oh, no, he didn't. He, you know, didn't, he, goes, no, off, no, he goes off and does that. Yeah. Like, so it's very rare that players do that these days because maybe, they, maybe look, they get faded out and, and they want to go and play more footy and whatever. And Milner will probably, I think he's got so many years left in him that he might well find. Look, I'm 37 year old James Milner can probably still do a job in the championship at this, you know, in that point. So that's still four years away. Um, but I'd I think have it's no clear problem. that he likes the idea of going back to Leeds as mm. well, doesn't he? Yeah, but I'd have no problem with James Milner getting a lifetime contract with Liverpool because what he does off the pitch, he's got like a, the next Ronnie Moran about him for me. <laughs> you know, like he's the kind of guy who will be 45 years old in pre-season training and still running rings around the kids yeah. because that's the kind of that's the kind of guy he is. Um, the one person who actually got, got another lot of praise in, in the press conference, which was which was I thought was good, um, so it was Joel Matip. Um, he he was referenced um, by the manager. And he talked about the fact that we picked him up. And let me see if I can just find the the, the quote on that one. But he, he, uh, to paraphrase, he basically said. Joe Matip, like you know, he, he's come on, he's, he's matured, but it's no surprise to him that he's matured because look, he was playing for Schalke when he was eighteen yeah. years old. Yeah, he's, he's, a he's a talented player. I remember when he first came in for the free, we were all like, "Wow, what a player he is!" I think we we probably didn't know exactly then what a truly great centre half looked like because we haven't been watching Virgil Van Dijk. Yeah. But he he came in and he was so calm on the ball. And he wasn't amazing defensively, but he wasn't playing in an amazing defence either. Certainly not at the level of defence that now, and the goalkeeper behind him wasn't as good. But I thought his first season he was really good, and then he dropped off a little bit, and 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 that was it was clear to see the Klopp thought that as well because we went from being our first three centre half, and then he dropped down the pecking order a mm -hmm. little bit. Joe Gomez and Lovren both went ahead of him. He got he got a chance when when Gomez and Lovren were injured last season, and he hasn't looked back from there. Has he? He's been. Fantastic. He'd been pretty much faultless. Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, James Pearce here saying, um, Joel has always been an incredible talent. He played for Schalke as an 18-year-old boy. He grew and developed in a world of big transfer fees. To sign someone like him on a free transfer was incredible. One of the best pieces of businesses we've done. Um, and it's funny because he says, maybe the Bundesliga hasn't got the respect that it deserves in this country. But what he's saying is, like, don't be shocked by this because Schalke's a good team. Bundesliga is a good league. He's been playing at, at a high level for ten years now, so it shouldn't be surprised. But we are. We I think we do have the blinkers on these things sometimes, don't we? Not Liverpool fans, because obviously we judge him by the football we've seen him play for Liverpool. But he's kind of saying that the wider world, you know, what a good, what what a good player and what a, and what a talent he is. Ultimately, um, but yeah, I think it's a the one the the best quote for me uh, that came out of the whole thing. And 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 Dave Maddox got this. And I'll just get this up on screen for you. Uh, for those of you watching this right now, um, he was asked because because Chris Wilder's done his press conference and he was keen to praise Jurgen Klopp and he talked about what the what Sheffield United are going to have to do when coming up against them. And um, and the and the the question was posed to Klopp along the lines of, 
well, let's see your philosophy, isn't it? Like, every, you know, everyone you defend from the front, etc. And Klopp said, everybody is responsible for everything. I love that. Yeah. And, and it's right, isn't it, when you watch this team play, and you, understand, and you understand why it's so difficult to find a replacement for Roberto Firmino and, and find lads who are as good as Sadio Mane and, and Mohamed Salah because yeah, try finding lads who are that good at football but also don't mind bombing back 60 yeah. yards and putting tackles in as well. Because yeah. you, you can find talent in football. Look at Arsenal. Look at Mesut Ozil as an example of this. Probably as, as gifted a playmaker as there is in, in, in football, but... Would would he could he play in Liverpool's system? No, he, he likes having like a free role, and there is, there is no free role in this team. It, it's why you can drop players in who are maybe inexperienced or maybe uh, haven't looked that good. Mm-hmm. The, the, the goalie's a good example. Yeah. He hasn't looked that good for West Ham. West Ham didn't even want him as the first choice, and he comes in and looks looks a world beater. Yeah. It's because he's playing in a team where everyone's working for each other. Yeah. It's why you can bring in. Um, Trent at right back mm-hmm. when he's only a kid, he's got no, he's got little experience whatsoever because the rest of the team will help him out. Yeah. And, and 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 there's so many examples of that through the team. Shakiri looks shit at Stoke, and then he comes in first. He comes in in the first half of last season, looks brilliant. Origi, there's so many examples of it, and it, it's, it's it's great to see. Absolutely. Um, just want to draw your attention to some things. I'll, I'll bring it up on screen for those of you watching on, on YouTube, and I will be as descriptive as possible for those of you listening in the podcast form. Uh, we've been nominated for a Northwest Football Awards. We are up for the hat trick. The two, again, video vision are behind us, one on top and one on bottom. Um, we want to win this award again. It's a public vote, so it's up to you guys at home to go and vote for us to make it happen. I think we, we beat Toffee TV by something like 15 votes last year. And basically... I really like Ross. He does a good. He does some good work for us. He handles the social media by lads. He's on holiday this week. He might even be watching this. It's vital for the future of him having a job that we don't lose this award. So go over to uh, NorthwestFootballAwards.com um, and you can click the vote tab at the top. And then there's a there's a host of people involved. You put your name, surname, email address in, and then you've got. Uh, you can select your Premier League Player of the Year. I think there's a Liverpool player for pretty much everyone. Uh, league One and League Two, there's, there's not. But you've yeah. got young players, women's players. Yeah. And then obviously the big one at the bottom of yeah. the media. So channel. you can vote for the like of Virgil van Dijk. Uh, you can vote for the yeah. Rising Stars. So you can vote for Trent Alexander-Arnold in there. You've got that in the bag, surely. Yeah, surely. Yeah. The thing is, you always find, this is why you can't take your eyes off the prize in these things, because you, you always find these awards, like it's like the League Championship, League One, League Two, they actually do really well in these, in the, in these awards because... They, go, they really go for it. They get all the fan base behind it. I don't think Liverpool promote this enough, but we will promote this and make sure in voting for Liverpool, you also vote for us as well. So there you go. Fan media channels down the bottom. We're up against full-time Devils, Man City Superbia, Rovers Rearguard and the Pirate Knight. Um, I can't lose to full-time Devils. I can't. So please do go over there and, and vote for us. Um, and like, I've never heard of the three, but that's why we've got to be careful because you know there was some, there's been complacency. Full-time Devils and Toffee TV have been complacent about this in the past because they think they're too big for awards. We're not too big for awards and we're not too big to beg. Um, these lads, these other lads will be going at this helpful leather, I reckon. So we've got to make sure that we do it. And you just click. I would, I would strongly suggest unticking the receive marketing stuff um, and then click and cast your vote. But yeah, go over and vote for us to win our third, the Hat Trick Northwest Football Award. That would be genuinely amazing. Thank you. Um, so yeah, thank you very much to The Athletic for sponsoring this video. Do go to theathletic.co.uk forward slash Redmond News to get that offer and read the, the Rafa Q&A and a whole host of other brilliant articles away. Thank you very much for watching and for listening to this. Redmond News will return next Monday. Ta-da. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, 
rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum.